Hello, and welcome to the All About Elmont podcast presented by the Elmont Memorial Library. I'm Christiane. And I'm Ian. All About Elmont is a conversation about the resources and programs provided by the library to the Elmont community. In this episode, we're looking back at the month of September 2021. And previewing what's going on in October and November. Now, I don't know about you, Christiane, but September has flown by for me. It's basically blinked and you missed it. I think the reason that's happening is because there's been so much going on at the library. Exactly. And the big news is that the in-person programming is back for adults, teens, and children. It really is. In the children's department, they ended their summer reading program with a tie-dye party. The story time started back in person, and it's going every Tuesday at 11.30 a.m. And then they also have a really great program. They're hosting 1,000 books before kindergarten. Adults can read to children at home, and for each 100 books, the child gets a sticker. And then at 1,000 books, the child receives a prize. And you can see the children's department. You can call the library or check their website or social media for more information on that. And also, when you're in the library, make sure to come and check out the amazing Lego tree house that's built by the children's page, John. Those Lego creations are amazing and not something that I think I could ever do. And teens also wrapped up the summer reading with a host of prizes for their participants. And they have a band book program going on. And they have some new craft projects coming up. For example, to paint a star jar lantern or a DIY fruit-themed welcome sign. And one program they're doing that I like is the Positive Thinking for Beginners, which I wish they offered for (laughs) all the ages. That sounds like something that I could definitely use, and I think a a lot of us can remember the positive thinking, especially in the past year and a half. And they also have a giveaway card of books at the teen corner, so when you're in the library, you can look for that. And just remember that teen books aren't just for teens. I personally love a lot of the teen books. Name five. No, just kidding. <laughs> Sad thing is I probably could. <laughs> oh, and the, not only for teens and children's, but the adult summer reading program had a wrap-up party that was held in early September. Box lunches were provided for all the participants, and 10 prizes were raffled off. And keep tuned for details about the library's winter reading program later this year. And you had a great program this summer at the Seed Library, and you continued that into September with a new program on seed saving? Yes, so we have a... Member of the Cornell Cooperative Exchange is doing a webinar on how to harvest and save seeds for planting for next year. And Ian, you had a great program for the National Film Registry. Thank you. We did a two-part series on the National Film Registry. The first part was Preserving Hollywood's Legacy that Phil Harwood hosted, where he looked back at some of the Hollywood films that have been added to the National Film Registry, which I'll just recap briefly what that is. It's 25 films that the Library of Congress honors every year, recommending that they be preserved for uh, future generations. And the second part of the series was a program that I hosted on home movies and independent films. We had two great guests, Elena Rossi-Snook of the New York Public Library and C. Kang Ming of the Center for Home Movies. And we had a really great response to the program. I'm going to talk a little bit more about it later, as well as talking a little bit more about archives and film preservation. But the big news is the library card sign-up month for September. A program like Library Card Sign-Up Month really highlights all the personal benefits of having a library card. You get access to technology, media resources, and educational programs, and that helps people of all ages pursue their dreams and passions. Signing up for a library card provides access to technology, multimedia content, and educational programming that transforms lives and strengthens communities. And the library provides opportunities to give back to your community and help others in a variety of ways. And one big one that's going to be going on in October is the Great Give Back. The Great Give Back is a yearly event that asks the public libraries of New York and their patrons to participate in a community-oriented service. And the library will be partnering with Birthday Wishes of Long Island. 
Their mission is to provide homeless children and their families everything they need to celebrate a child's birthday. There will be a juice box and toy drive. Toys must be new and unwrapped and not require batteries or be electronic. That's an important thing to note. The children's room will also be having toddler time for children ages 18 to 36 months in October. And for those in K through third grade, craft time will be resuming once a month. There will also be Halloween bingo for patrons in second to sixth grade. Additionally, kids up to five years old can participate in Halloween story craft and can even come dressed in their costumes. As we were talking earlier about how the library helps you give back to the community, the Teen Corner has a couple of opportunities for uh, teens to gain their community service, and one way is to help out with that great give back. Teens can volunteer to help the children's department wrap the supply boxes that are donated. Another way that teens can get community service credit is by attending the Teen Advisory Board. And Tahira wants everyone to know that new members are always welcome. There will also be two in-person programs in October in the Teen Corner the Halloween Cupcake Wars, which we're not participating in. I don't know. That sounds kind of fun. <laughs> I know, but it might get really competitive. <laughs> I, I may admit to some competition and decorating things. Maybe we would be more suited if we were in the teen corner to do the teen canvas painting of stacked pumpkins. Uh, then again, as I can't draw a straight line, pretty sure that would be uh, a little bit on the Picasso-esque side for me. Yeah, I would also have to get points for the emotion of my painting rather than the realism. But that's important to know that about ourselves. And mm -hmm. one way teens can learn about themselves is in the Life Skills series. That's going to be a virtual program. And the Teen Corner has Board Game Fridays. You can also do that at home. There's a Get Your Game On collection for outdoor and board games for fun for all ages that can be taken out of the customer service desk. So be sure to stop by the customer service desk and Sonia, Bushro, Lolita, Sharon, or Tammy will help you out with that. Meanwhile, in the adult section, we like to always expand what we're doing with our lives and keep on learning. You've been uh, putting together some crafty programs. Yes, so we're going to be starting a crochet and knitting club where people can bring their yarn and their instruments and work on projects together. But just note that there is no instruction for this class. It's just a get together for everyone to work on their projects and just have fun and enjoy being together again. And we also have some in-person movies that are happening in the library. And if you have not heard, Broadway is coming to Elmont with the Plaza Theatrical Group, who will be going to be presenting plays in our auditorium. First show will be South Pacific starting in October, and they will also be doing Man of La Mancha and The Color Purple. So there's some great programs coming up for that. Now, I mentioned earlier that I was going to talk a little bit more about archives, and that's because October is Archives Month. The purpose of Archives Month is to raise public awareness about the importance of historic documents and records. So keep an eye out for a display that I'm going to put out in the library on some books about uh, historic records. And also, uh, you might have noticed if you've been in the library that we've been working on getting the local history room together. Once we're able to give you an idea of what's in the collection, we're also going to reach out to our patrons to tell us what they'd like to see, what we need to acquire, what might be available in the community. Uh, we really want to focus on the uh, what you might call the social history of Elmont, the daily lives of regular people. So not really about who was famous from here, but uh, just what, what's happened, because there's been a lot here, there's a lot going on, and there's a lot that's going to be happening. So keep listening and paying attention to the library website for that. And we do have a Facebook page and Twitter account set up, so you can reach us there, or you can email localhistory at elmontlibrary.org if you want to know a little bit more. One of the other fun things about the fall is all of the sports. If you're a sports fan, you have the World Series, you have hockey starting, you have basketball starting, and you have football going on. Right, not just as hockey starting, but the Islanders are coming just down the road. And we'll have a display of books and DVDs on all those sports that Christiane mentioned. And another thing coming up in the fall will be the Fall Festival, so keep tuned for more information on that. So it's going to be the first one for each of us, so we're looking forward to it. We've heard great things about it from past years. Sounds like it's going to be a fun time.
We've been talking about displays that we're going to be putting up in October and November. There's a great display right now at the Adult Reference Desk that you put together, Christiane, kind of a fall-themed one. Yeah, we have some books set in the fall and then some cookbooks with soups and some of the heartier meals that you kind of enjoy when the weather gets cooler. And I noticed you also put some DVDs there, and that got me thinking about what are some of my favorite fall movies? And you and I were talking about this. We went through the library to see which ones we have that you can access either on DVD or through some of the uh, streaming media that we provide. You know, some of the ones for the younger children might be Diary of a Wimpy Kid or The School of Rock. And then they have some great ones set in high school, such as that Poet Society or even Clueless. And of course, The Karate Kid. And then, of course, maybe for students that are going off to college or people of all ages that might be going off to college, there's um, Toy Story 3. I, I will admit to crying in Toy Story 3, especially when Andy was going to school and I'm not going to give away if nobody has seen it yet. I don't want to give away yeah, the ending. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we all have cried at some point in every Toy Story movie. And, you know, there's probably parts in St. Elmo's Fire where I cry, which kind of covers a bunch of college graduates from fall into the winter of their post-college years. The thing I recently discovered that somehow I was way behind on the curve was the Gilmore Girls, which we have all the seasons available on DVD here. In addition, you can take out our Roku and stream it on Netflix if you prefer to watch it that way. And you were telling me that the show always starts in the fall? It always seems to start in the fall, and they always have some kind of a fall carnival going on as they're beginning. That reminded me that one of my uh, favorite shows, I mean, a lot of sitcoms would start in the fall. And one of my favorite ones was Roseanne, uh, which always kind of started with a back to school episode. And they always had these very twilightish, very October looking uh, establishing shots. And that's also available here on DVD. And I will also admit to crying my way through Brian's song, which with the football season ties in very nicely to the fall. We do have some um, fall movies that might appeal to the older crowd or the more serious uh, film watchers that we have, and they all do tend to be a bit weepy. There's Ordinary People and On Golden Pond. Then there's also a lot of fun movies that take place around Halloween. Oh, for example, Beetlejuice. How could you not love Beetlejuice? All right. I remember they're driving through a nice fall uh, day in the country when the film kicks off. And if you haven't seen it, I won't spoil what happens after that. But we all remember the Halloween scene from E.T., um, I didn't quite remember the one from Mr. Mom when I was looking online to get some of them, but I'll take their word that there's uh, probably a very funny scene with Michael Keaton and the kids. And plus, my all-time favorite classic of The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. We also didn't really mention that there are a lot of horror movies that come out around Halloween, and of course we have a lot of those. I don't think either of us are really super fans of those. Yeah, not exactly in my uh, wheelhouse for that. We definitely have some scarier movies that you might want to watch around Halloween. In my wheelhouse is something also that gets released around Halloween, which is hard rock and metal albums. And we actually recently had a great donation of a bunch of them. So if you're into that kind of music and you want to pick up some albums by The Cult, Pantera, Megadeth, Slayer, we got a bunch of those albums. So come check them out on CD. And if that's the kind of thing that you think we should have more of or you want other kinds of music, let us know. Because one of the things we want to do with the podcast is this is not only inform you about what the library provides to the community, but also find ways that we can better suit your needs. And we also want to use it as a way to develop ideas and programs. And I was mentioning earlier my National Film Registry project, and I did a survey afterwards, and we got some responses asking people what kind of programs they'd like to see around film or media preservation. And it was pretty interesting. They had really two strong responses. The first one was that they'd like us to offer media preservation training. So maybe we can do that as we start to digitize some of the collection that I mentioned earlier in the local history room. And then, Christiane, I thought this was really interesting. They also want us to build a local media collection. I think that would be really interesting. We have so much talent that comes from this area that would be a fantastic resource to have. Yeah, and maybe we could even do kind of like a local independent film festival. That would be a lot of fun. 
What are your long-term goals for the podcast? Down the road, we want to be able to provide some audio of the events that we talk about. So in case you missed them or you just want to remember what happened, we'll have little snippets of audio or maybe even talk to some people as they're at the events. And we'd also like to have interviews with guests. We know you love listening to myself and Christiane, but we'd like to bring some more people into the program. We often get questions about the education or the experience of our presenters. And a lot of time the programs are running late and we don't have time to get to them. So if there's a presenter that you'd like to learn more about or maybe an aspect of the library, just let us know. Email podcast at elmontlibrary.org, or you can look for us on social media under at All About Elmont. We have a Facebook and a Twitter page. One thing that's going to be different this episode, because we forgot to do it in our first episode, is to thank Fatma, who's mixing and recording the podcast. She's been really great at learning to work through equipment and providing enthusiasm and moral support. Fatma is one of the pages here at the library, and the pages are the reasons why you can find things where you look for them. They help out with the programs, and they are in every department. You'll see them with the cart or checklist, but you might not know who they are. They're Nilda, Anastasia, Bisma, John, Aris, Elizabeth, Faith, Pablo, Josephine, Aaron, and Jacob. And they're all really talented and they're hardworking and they're nice. So they're just awesome. Well, I think we're at the end of this episode. So thanks everyone for listening and stay tuned for our next episode. Bye-bye.